0: We believe that any military operation of the size, scope, and magnitude of what we believe the Russians are planning will be extremely violent. It will cost the lives of Ukrainians and Russians, civilians and military personnel alike.
2: Sean Reimer, 9 till 11, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, hello there. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM
1: 1071. I go away for a, a few weeks. And the whole world goes straight to hell, man. Straight to hell. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five is good to be back. I want to talk about that for a few minutes here at the uh, beginning of the show, the beginning of the gig. And then we'll talk about uh, some of the other stories going out, uh, going around, especially, well, you know, the kickoff to World War III. We'll see how we feel about that. But the phone lines are open. And uh whatever you want to talk about, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Um, it is good to be back. It's been a hard uh and long journey to get here. Uh uh it's been about two and a half months since I first went into the hospital for uh some abdominal pain. And uh I'm still feeling kind of crappy today, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh but I, I just want to come back on the air as soon as possible. Uh Basically, I had uh, you know three different surgeries. I had a drainage thing put in. I had uh, a couple of feet of intestine removed, uh, and uh, I'm you know it's, it's still we it's still got a bit of a journey to go. I got about six or seven weeks that I got to deal with what's going on right now before I could start to really kind of heal. But I, you know, it really was an interesting time being in the hospital. Uh, for all that, for all that time, because it really does give you a perspective on what's important and what's not important, and we'll talk a little bit more about that as we move along. But I, I did want to say first off, you know, the staff and nursing staff, and uh, and all the folks over at uh, Methodist and Methodist uh, 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 Methodist Special Treatment and uh, uh, Transplant and and Methodist Metropolitan, all the places that I stayed at. Uh, and Methodists are just amazing people and just treated me really well and took care of whatever I needed and just great folks uh, at, uh, at the Methodist uh, uh, Network of, of Hospitals here in town. We're very lucky to have those folks. And I really want to thank uh, all of the folks who, uh, you know, my wife kind of handled a lot of stuff because I was just really incapacitated. incapacitated and there's a whole lot I couldn't do. And my wife kind of handled all the messages and putting out updates for folks. And uh, you really don't realize how much of a difference it made to me how many of you contacted us on a daily basis, either with your prayers or your your notes of support or both, you know. And uh, it really made all the difference in the world, Uh, knowing that you all were out there thinking about us and thinking about me and... You know, as I told Trey, you know, it can get really depressing, especially when you're in a COVID restrictive area. It can get really depressing sitting in a a hospital room every single day, seven days a week, and you really can't go anywhere. I couldn't really do anything except walk around the room here and there. And so knowing that there was a whole lot of folks out there in this town who were pulling for me and pulling for us really, again, made all the difference in the world. So thank you. Thank you so much. And while I'm on the thank you uh, trip here, uh, let me thank Don Morgan and Chris Glasgow and Trey and especially Jack Riccardi and JD and everybody, Greg Martin, uh, our boss, our program director here at Alpha Media, who, you know, kept the gig going for all these weeks. You know, I was gone for two and a half months and uh, really made all the difference in the world, especially not really having to worry because everybody said the same thing. Don't worry about it. Your, your chair's here. Your microphone's here. Just do what you have to do to be, to get healthy. And again, that also uh, made a huge difference, uh, to me personally. And, uh, so thanks to everybody here at KTSA. Cause just like San Antonio, we really are a big old family, man. You know, it's National Family Day. It's President's Day, which kind of sucks for us because we don't really have one. As I mentioned to Trey, it's, uh, hot sticky bun day. So love some sticky buns today. But also, it's National Family Day. And I forget who I was talking to over over the weekend about this, but San Antonio, and look at the food drive that Trey's got going on. Whether you're talking about the folks you work with, like me here at Alpha Media, or you're talking about San Antonio in general, we really are just a big old family, and we watch out for each other. And I certainly experienced a great deal of that uh, over the past couple of months, either with the folks that I work with, or the folks that I encountered, uh, 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 going through you know the whole experience of being in the hospital. So whatever you want to talk about, give us a ring two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. As you could probably tell by the by my voice, I'm not really uh, really quite up to full speed yet. So whatever's on, on your brain, you want to talk about new recent news stories? That's cool. Or if you just want to say hi, uh, that's cool as well. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Wow, uh, Putin, Russia, Ukraine, where are we with this? Is this something you're thinking about? Uh, to what extent are you thinking about this? To what extent are you worried about this? Putin's got about uh, 150,000 troops on the uh, border with Ukraine, uh, although he says, <laughs> he says it's really just we're, we're protecting ourselves. Uh, where, you know, if, if Ukraine does anything, makes a move towards us, then, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll give, we'll, we'll do something back. But really the thinking is he sees this as his moment, uh, to, to take what he believes belongs to him, which is Ukraine. And as we've heard, uh, uh, time and time again, not just now, but in times past, that this will be very personal. And there will be a lot of bloodshed, not just with Ukrainian forces, but with uh, the Ukrainian people themselves. Uh, let's take a couple of calls. 210-599-5555. Here's John. John, how you doing?
3: Well, I, I think I'm doing better than you. Uh, but uh, we want to welcome yeah. you back. And, and this part about family is is really true. And um, you were you were missed, and I want to give you an example of, of how you were missed on the radio. Uh, during this uh, Canadian trucker thing, I oh, don't know man. if it was on Trey's show or where he was covering for you, but one of the shows, a uh, caller called in and, and was talking about the trucker thing, and and she, re, uh, she said, we ought to have a, a bumper sticker, keep on trucking. And Trey <laughs> referred back to the uh, the '70s. And do you remember?
1: Oh yeah, keep on trucking.
3: Yeah, well, I do remember. Trey that was said, a big what deal. Was that? What was that? man's name? I need some help. And the I god in
1: the picture. Oh, I don't
3: remember. It was the Doodah Man from the <laughs> uh, Grateful Dead song, "Trucking Like the Doodah Man."
1: Oh right, right, right. That's a great old song. Yeah, that was a whole new meeting now, man. John, I appreciate the call and thanks for the welcoming welcoming me back. Uh let's go to Alex. Alex, you're on News Talk five fifty, KTSA. What are you thinking?
2: on, right, my brother. Hey. What's
1: going on, man? Hey man. Welcome hey. back. Oh, Glad to hear it
0: on the radio. Just a little dig. You sound like crap, but you're back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You know, I got a lot no, going man. on. I mean, I I still do, and uh, oh, like hell. Uh, I got a, uh, I got two, I got uh, I got somebody that comes every other day and does physical therapy. And then I got a uh, I, today. I have every other day. I have somebody who comes in and cleans out. This is the part I don't like, where they got to unplug everything and they clean everything out. Man. So I got a little ways to go, but uh, you know, it is good to be back on the radio. Are you hang in
0: there, bro. We're praying uh, for you. We love you
1: thank you brother i appreciate that alex 210 let's go ahead and take a little break it's sean on news talk 550 ktsa
2: san antonio's news traffic and weather station news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071
1: yeah. news talk 550 ktsa fm 1071 sean first day back Talking smack with you all about what's going on in the world and whatever's on your brain. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Roy, hang on. You know there was something else that I got to be honest with you. that kind of crossed my mind because uh, throughout this whole experience is that first off, I'm fifty four. This is the longest I've ever spent in the hospital, and secondly, this is the first time in my entire life when I've gone under the knife and I've actually had, you know, surgery, and in this case, multiple surgeries. And, you know, I got to thinking about that because we're such an appearance-based culture right now that – and and my disclaimer to this whole line of thinking here, and call me out tell and me, tell me what you think, Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. is that I'm not counting into this discussion folks who have had – Uh, issues because of accidents or attacks, uh, mastectomies and things of that nature, Uh, where people really, you know, they go into a situation where they, they need surgery, they need plastic surgery first and foremost. But I don't, after being through this experience, I really don't understand folks who choose surgery just to do it. Do you know what I mean? Who 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 just want to look different or want a bigger butt or what have you? Like I really don't understand that anymore. I don't know why anybody would volunteer to to take on a surgery that didn't have some medical purpose. And I do include uh, uh mastectomies and things of that nature, or people who have been disfigured because of accidents. I, I'm I'm figuring that into it. I mean, people who just want to look like Cardi B. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Here's Roy. Roy, you're on uh, line one. What's going on, Roy?
4: Good morning. Good morning. I'm glad you're back, and I'm glad you're 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 on the road to recovery. Um, Thank you. Back in July, I had a diverticulitis attack. I didn't know I had diverticulitis at the time. Uh,
1: right.
4: Uh, I collapsed uh, in my restroom of all places, and uh, EMTs had to come and pick me up and and, and take me in. Well, long story short, after uh, several 10, 12-day visit to the hospital, I uh, did have a 2.5-centimeter perforated abscess. Uh, uh-huh. I wound up losing 12 inches of my, my colon. I do wear an ostomy. Uh-huh. Um, at the time, uh, after my second surgery, because they went in uh, laparoscopic, there was too much damage, too much infection at the time, they had to close that up, open it up, and uh, do a total washout, put everything back. Yeah, uh, it's scary didn't stuff. I think I would survive. Man. Well, it's scary. Uh-huh. Uh, they didn't think I would survive. My wife was told that uh, they weren't sure about the next 72 hours. Uh, here I am today. Uh, like I said, I do wear an ostomy. Uh, I had a choice to either be miserable for the next 12 months and dread every single day of my life, or I could make it part of my family because I was going to live with it the, for the next 12 months. Uh, I chose to make it part of my family. Uh-huh. Uh, my family has named this ostomy bag, right? Uh, and I and I treat it as a family member because it's with me twenty four seven. Yeah,
1: it, you know it's it's and this is uh, for folks who have had a diverticulitis uh, uh, you know diagnosis. It's no little thing. You have to take it very very seriously uh, because when things go south on on that, it can be very bad. And uh, I I was told. Uh, because I'm, I don't know if you, if you picked up on this, but I could be a little stubborn. Uh, and I, it was my wife and my, uh, one of my best friends, uh, were saying, you need to go to the hospital. You need to go to the hospital. I'm like, nah, it'll pass. It'll pass. It'll pass. And I did finally go in. That was in December. And they said, uh, you know, had you not come in when you did, you know, you probably wouldn't have made an appointment. You wouldn't have lived long enough because this thing, you get an abscess and it, uh, it breaks and all that infection goes throughout your system, and that's it. it and that's out, what happened so. with me.
4: I got to the point to yeah. where I was, uh, I was uh, 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 just totally infected. All my organs were full of pus and, and okay, whatever right, right. leaked out of that organ. Yeah.
1: So I got to run, man. But I'm glad you're still with us. I'm still, I'm still with us. And all you folks out there, if you got that diagnosis, take it very, very seriously. <laughs> back, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. Good to be back, uh, talking whatever the hell's on your brain, 210-599-5555. I just got a message from Elaine, our executive producer, Elaine Rodriguez, and I forgot to thank her earlier. I'm sorry, Elaine's been doing everything, too. I'm just a little out of it today, Elaine. My thoughts are a little murky. I'm just a little out of it still. But, uh, yeah, Lane, our executive producer, has just been am- just amazing throughout this whole experience. Two one zero Uh uh I'm just kind of leaving it open. I, I, I still feel kind of crappy, to be honest with you, today. So let's go to Adam on line one. Adam, how you doing?
5: Sean, great to have you back, man. Just take it one day at a time. You know, a major oh, surgery yeah. like that, you need four to six months, and you'll be uh, uh, good as new. But, you know, like the leader of uh, the Unicrane, I wish a Crazy Uncle Joe needs to quit saying Russia's going to invade any minute. That puts uh, pressure on Russia to do so, and it also makes a, you know people in Ukraine need to remain calm. And if uh, Putin doesn't invade uh, Ukraine, uh, it's going to make Biden look like an idiot as usual.
1: Well, Biden does a pretty good job of that on a daily basis, no matter what the hell is going on. So, yeah, Adam, as pre- usual for a Crazy Uncle Yep, yeah, yeah, I appreciate the call, Adam. I mean, you know. We have arguably what could be World War III lurking in our doorstep, and and Biden had to be basically convinced not to go to Delaware for the weekend, and sit by the stinking pool. Uh Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Uh, look, how I mean, seriously, let me just ask you this, because it's a, I think it's a pretty bad situation. We got fifty thousand troops on the Ukrainian border. This is how world wars start. How are you feeling about this? Are you following this story? Is it worrying you? Let's go to Jeff on line two. Jeff, you're on News Talk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking?
0: Hey, hey, Sean. Well, I, you know, I'm just thinking that I'm grateful to have you back. We've missed your wit and wisdom. And, uh, I just wish you well. I hope you have a full recovery. And, uh, yes, I, I'm worried about, uh, Russia attacking Ukraine. Uh, You know, there's missionaries over there. There's people there that uh, there's a lot of Americans there if they haven't got out, gotten out. And, um, you know, you don't want to start World War III, and that could be what's happening. So, um,
1: It's scary stuff, man. I don't don't think we're overstating it.
0: Yeah, I I don't think so. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't
1: think so either, Sean. All right, man, Jeff, I, I appreciate the call. And and look, Putin's already tested. Putin already knows what 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 uh what Biden's got in his backbone through Afghanistan. Right? <laughs> Not laughing at the situation, but you know, Putin knows. He's got this guy's number or whomever is actually running the show, which isn't just uh just Joe Biden obviously. So if you want Ukraine, and plus he also knows that Biden is very weak politically, which he is. His approval ratings are in the toilet. That whole agenda is in the toilet. Uh, and Americans are sick and tired of it. So he knows that, uh, that Biden is, uh, uh, up against the wall on many different fronts. So, you know, why the hell not go for Ukraine right now? 210 599 And I also want to thank Don Morgan, who once again sent me a CD in the mail. This time a Doobie Brothers. Every time I get a CD in the mail, I just kind of know who it's from. <laughs> and I know it's from you, man. Thank
2: you for that. Well, no problem. I hope you like that one. It's a good one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to check it out today. I was kind of in and out of it yesterday, but I'll check it out right. today. But, uh, uh, it's going to be back and I, I, there's something I wanted to bring you in on because I think this is kind of funny, especially you being a, a vegan. And I mentioned this to Trey a couple of hours ago and that when you're in the hospital for an extended period of time, you do watch a lot of TV. It's just, you know, you have nothing else to do. <laughs> I did some reading, but I mean, you, you, you watch a lot right. of freaking TV. Yeah. And I was watching, you know, MTV stuff. I was watching food channel stuff. I watched some TBN to keep Jesus in my heart, but I watched a lot of basic TV, and you get a, a sense of the flow of commercialism and what is kind of the stream, what kind of commercials do you see more of. And I realized just sitting and watching, if you sat and watched TV for eight or nine hours, I don't care what channel you're on, you're going to see commercials about big, fat, juicy hamburgers and people shoving them down their faces, you're going to see alcohol commercials, and people getting wasted, and you're going to see commercials about prescription drugs. And I just thought that was kind of interesting.
2: Yeah, that's kind know, of who we are right now. Right, it, you know, you mention it, and it's kind of like it's this constant stream of things that are either bad for you or have or have the potential to be very bad for you. you know? Right. Right. <laughs> it, well, it, yeah. it, it never stops.
1: And I just, you know, I just realized watching sitting and watching TV that much. Just how many freaking hamburger commercials there are of mm-hmm. uh, people right. just shoving that stuff down their throats, man.
2: Like that's all we ever so, eat.
1: It's all we Like you have to wonder why people in other countries maybe look at Americans like we're all fat weirdos. But if you look at our our, our commercials, man, that's all we do, man. Is we just want to drink beer and eat cheeseburgers. <laughs> and that's all there is, man. That's all there is to American and, life. And then, and then, and then take, take a, a pill, pill to,
0: because we're depressed right, about our yeah, menu.
1: Right. Yeah, and take a pill to make it all feel better. Wow, man. Anyway, 210599. <laughs> I just had that in my thought process. I don't know if you pick up on that being a guy. I don't you don't really watch a lot of TV, do you?
2: No, no, you, not, you know, I watch some sporting events, you know, but I don't right. really as far as anything uh that's being broadcast on TV, not really. Um
1: I'm kind of done too. Yeah. I'm gonna talk about that a little bit more when I get back. I'm kind of done, especially with news media. I I really learned a lot about news media, even the news media that you would say you normally would agree with as far as their bias. Mm-hmm. So I'll get into that when we take right. a break.
2: But do you think that perhaps the, the, because there is so much programming available, that right. it's, it's, it's quantity over quality at this point? Well, yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's exactly why I just kind of tuned out from it all. Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I was looking- never really a heavy TV watcher to begin with. Right. But, you know, as as time has gone on and you have the ability to watch thousands of TV channels, it just seems like the, there's a severe lack in quality. Every now and then you have something that comes along that will catch your attention and, and is interesting and entertaining. But there's just so much out there. It's um, like a steady yeah. flow
1: of potato chips for the brain. <laughs> Pretty much. Right. It really is. And, and yeah. the cheap
2: potato chips, too. They're not yeah, talking ruffles here.
1: Because they don't, they don't <laughs> need you to eat one. They don't need you hooked. to eat a whole bunch of potato chips, they just want you to eat one. <laughs> right. And that's kind of what I picked up on. So I want to get into that when I want to get back. But uh it's good to be back here at KTSA, two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's Sean on News Talk five fifty, KTSA.
0: Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected.
1: Yeah, we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. I'm trying to get back after a lengthy absence, doing some medical stuff. And the phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. It yeah, ain't quite up to speed just yet, in case you ain't noticed. Moving just a little slower. Uh, I'll be there at some point, but just not quite yet. And I was talking about, you know, it, it is funny—not funny, but it's weird. But when you're in that situation where you're, you have a lot of time to yourself. Uh, I mean, like weeks of time to yourself. How, and you're not working. I'm not. Wasn't working. And I'm, I was able to kind of just focus on healing and doing what I needed to do and stuff. How you begin to see the world differently, you know. And uh, and I was walking, I was watching, and uh, TV a lot. You just end up watching a lot of TV. You only got like nine channels, but you end up watching a lot of TV. And I tried, to, I would dip into the news every now and again because I never really knew throughout this whole experience when I was going back and when I was going to be sitting here doing this, talking to you guys again. And so every now and again, I tried to dip into the news. But I, I didn't watch as much news as I would on a daily basis. And I realize, even watching Fox News, that, and and many of you have already realized this, it really isn't, you're either, most of the content on cable news right now is you're either denigrating the people or criticizing the people you disagree with, right? Or you're congratulating yourself on how right you are. And, you know, Fox News has done a lot of changing around, you know they're trying to young up everything. You know what I mean? They got they had uh, Trey Gowdy's got a show now. Uh, uh, Jesse Waters has his own show nightly. Uh, Gutfeld. You know and a lot of the uh, a lot of the older older people on that channel have kind of been shuffled off. And at first I thought that was cool, but then I started watching it, and I realized, well, it's really just not this. It's really, it's really just Fox News sitting around, gloating about how right they are about stuff. So there really isn't any value. To cable news anymore not for me and so I, I i watched a little yesterday just to kind of get caught up but man it really does kind of suck doesn't it uh let's go to jerry line to jerry how you doing
5: i'm doing okay sean i'm glad you're on the men i'm or glad to have you back by what you oh, were just you.
1: saying one of the
5: things one of the things i'm thinking of is uh and maybe i maybe i'm totally ignorant in this area but i'm thinking by just what you said all of this, all of that would have been prime motivators or inspirations for you to come up with some Sean Witticism poetry. What
1: do you think? <laughs> I did write a lot while I was in the hospital. Uh, I'm going to be uh, going through some of that stuff over the next few weeks. I'm kind of, you know, writing as I feel like I want to write something or something strikes my mind to write a poem about it. And then once I'm sort of out of this whole thing, it's a lot easier to kind of go back and 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 look at that stuff again but yeah i've done a lot of writing and a <laughs> yeah, lot of it is i was very thinking cosmic With stuff those yeah.
5: things whenever you whenever you go through those things there are there are things you see that you know you never saw before and you've been there before you know what i'm saying
1: well you know what it is it's 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 when as an artist you become a journalist i look i look at it as journalistic art in that I, when i'm when i'm going through an experience that i know is a very peculiar experience or a very significant experience Significant. I try to write as much about it as possible. And I just try to write the details on what I'm, what I'm going through, what I'm seeing. What are the conversations that I'm having? And there was a lot of that with this over the past two months. So, you know, at some point I'll put all that stuff together, but art will save your ass. Good to have you back. Thanks, Sean. Thank (laughs) you, Jerry. You too. Art will save your ass when you are going through. I'll tell you what. Art and prayer, prayer and art. The two things that got me through all of this stuff was I, I really did a lot of praying and I talked to God a lot. And I'm I'm not saying that to sound sanctimonious. I mean I really, really did. And uh and the writing uh really just kinda got me through some pretty dicey moments. And there were dicey moments. There were dicey moments where I'm just on the verge of a total freak out. Uh or you know I'm going through something uncomfortable or painful or what have you, physically painful. And and you got to calm yourself down, man. You got to calm down. And uh, utilizing a bit of prayer and a bit of poetry, that's kind of how I uh, how I got through that. Let's go to line one with Charles. Charles, how you doing?
0: First of all, thank you for coming back and thank you for being back. And
1: let me tell you, buddy, sure. I don't know
0: where you're at in your condition yet, but the first chance you get, even if it's with a walker. You need to at least go get the mail down the street or something. Oh,
1: yeah, I'm done walking a lot more. The The first couple of days I was home, okay. uh, I could barely get up. I really could. But I'm, I'm walking a little bit every day. Yeah, you know, even if it's a physical, you know, walk, yeah.
0: walking will do you good. It really will. Yep, yep. And Thank you. It keeps the body moving and what if not. I just wanted to give you my insight on what's going on with Putin. He's toying with Biden. I, I'm going to tell you this. This is my opinion, slowly my opinion. It might be ignorant. But I got a feeling that if Trump was there, he wouldn't be doing this. He wouldn't be no. doing this at all, you know.
2: And I, I know
0: that he had a respect for Trump. So maybe we ought to send uh, President Trump as a special envoy over there
2: and <laughs>
0: see what happens, you know. I think I think it would be I, I, great. Or I think he should just go out as a private citizen to Ukraine and say, come meet with me. And then, you know, uh, unescalate everything. And, man, I guarantee you that the mainstream media would just freak out.
1: i agree man i agree i appreciate the call man thank you charles Uh, another hour of the sean show i know it's got a little slower moving than normal but so am i and uh we'll talk some more on the other side of the news with don morgan and uh uh, keeping it kind of loose whatever you want to talk about you want to talk about uh, ukraine that's cool uh yeah obviously the big story of the day and one that's going to be affecting every single one of us one way or the other uh, in the coming few uh, days, honestly, I mean, this thing is moving fast. This ain't a, this ain't uh oh, oh, this is going to take span out over a period of months. No, this is, uh, this is happening pretty quickly, and we want to make sure that people are, are 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 knowing what's going on. Like Trey said earlier in the in the morning, you know, when when the gas price is doubled overnight, there you go. 210 599 5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. Joe Biden becoming president
3: is the best thing that ever happened, tragically, for Vladimir Putin.
2: Sean Rima, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. got that
1: right,
2: Ted. Uh, News Talk 550, KTSA.
1: FM 1071, uh, I'm Sean. Well, I'm back. Hi. Hour number two of the Sean show, five minutes after 10. And yes, quite right. That was, uh, Ted Cruz saying that the best thing to happen to Vlad Putin's, Vlad Putin's, uh, presidency was the election of Joe Biden. He's absolutely right as evidenced by what we're seeing in Ukraine right now. Phone lines are open, 210 599 599 5555. We're kind of playing it f- fast and loose today, so whatever's on your brain, you want to just say hi, we're glad you're back, or you suck, and I hate the fact that you're back, or if you want to talk about Ukraine or any of these other uh, news stories, uh, give us a ring, 210 599 5555. It is also President's Day. Let's talk about that for a second. It is President's Day some of you are not working today uh you know as is my wife because uh you have today off as we are supposed to celebrate these 45 human beings who have come along and uh and served as president of the united states and i i'm going to say a few things here in a minute but uh, you know give me your your thoughts and i'm i'm asking you what what makes for a great president in your opinion what makes for a great president in your opinion? 2105995555. Um I think with Joe Biden we all pretty much know what a bad president is. And a bad president is a president for whom being president is the final accomplishment in the political resume, right? Joe Biden's wanted to be president his entire adult stake in life. He doesn't want to be president because he wants to solve any problems. He doesn't want to be president because he feels there's a need for him to be president and to take on something that only he can take on. And we're experiencing that now. Uh, Joe Biden is the perfect example of an establishment hack politician who really isn't in it for the people, isn't in it to serve the people and to serve the country. He's in it for Joe Biden. Now, if you'd have asked me if I'd have ever spoken these words, you know, 20 years ago, 15 years ago, I'd have said, you're crazy, you're drinking, or something wrong with you. But honestly, if you want me to tell you what I think in recent memory, who represents what I most believe a good president is, it's Donald Trump. I never would have expected myself to say those words in the early days of his forays into politics. I thought he was a fame hog, and he still may be a fame hog. But Donald Trump ended up becoming everything I ever wanted in a president. He was a citizen. He was not of the, the, the political establishment. Uh, He was, again, a private citizen. He uh, felt there was a need for someone from the private sector to enter into presidential politics and fix some things. He had talked for years about the threat of China. Uh, He had talked for years about the threat of international terrorism, Vlad Putin, Uh, and he was genuinely a fan and is genuinely a fan of this country. He loves America. I've always felt that the president of the United States should be America's biggest fan. And in his time in office, he got out the way. One of the best things Trump did was get out the way, man. Rolled back some uh, heavy-handed regulation on, on business. Uh, rolled back some taxation. On on business, much of which was fairly arbitrary, just to make people feel better. Look, we're we're taxing the cramp out of these evil rich guys and these evil rich corporations, which is precisely why they weren't hiring people to do stuff. He was strong internationally. Uh, He proved his point very, very early on that if you mess with me, I will grease you, I will destroy you. So people knew not to mess with him. Uh bad governments, rogue governments, evil governments, like Vlad Putin, knew not to mess with them because he they knew he would do precisely what he said he was going to do. Was he a little rough around the edges? Yeah, he was. Who cares? What's wrong with a president being a little rough around the edges? What's wrong with a president speaking his mind? Donald Trump also gave more access to the American press, perhaps, than any other president before him, uh, the very same press that treated him as shoddy as you can treat a president or a politician in general. Uh, I'd like to see Donald Trump be the new template for presidents, in male or female, whomever, for the United States of America. That's what I want in a president. That's what we got in a president with Donald Trump. And he was a badass. And you're missing him now, aren't you? I know I am. But what about you? Because some people hear me riff on Donald Trump like that, and they think I'm nuts. Everything I just told you was absolutely true. Uh Absolutely true. But he's a racist, Sean. He's a white supremacist. Well, if you can prove to me how that's true, I'd like to hear it. Because you know what? I voted for the man twice. And uh, I don't know if you know me or not, but the last damn thing I would ever do in my life is vote for somebody I thought was a racist or a white supremacist. He's not that. He never was. That was contrived. And I think the man did a hell of a job as president. And he's he's going to get... The, the problem is because of the people who write the history books. You know, it's going to be a long, long time before Donald Trump gets his full due as what he accomplished as president of the United States. So on President's Day, he's my favorite. Uh, But what about you? What what makes for a great president to you? Do you think Joe Biden has any of these qualities? Do you honestly believe that Joe Biden is a good president? And if you believe that, you can call us up and tell us why you think that. Uh, You know, it's not, you're anonymous, nobody's going to, Hunt you down. You just speak your mind, and if you think I'm full of crap and all this, tell me. Tell me why you think that. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. But again, I think that's kind of where we've ended up with uh, the kind of media media we have. I, I've really, and again, you know, kind of moving away from daily consumption of American media as I did over the past few months. And even to a certain extent, social media. For a a few weeks there, at the beginning of my experience in the hospital, I really didn't go on social media at all. And I didn't miss it. Uh, My wife kind of convinced me that maybe I should check in with folks because of what I'm going through, that there are folks who might be dealing with the same issues and they might appreciate that. Or just people who listen to you every day might appreciate you checking in with folks on Facebook. And so that's what I did. But... You know, I really opened my eyes and let the scales fall away as far as how we consume media and how we consume information. and Frankly, how we consume uh just information about the world we live in on a daily basis. And as I told Trey, you know, a lot of it is just completely worthless. A lot of it, especially in, in, in and I mentioned this last hour, especially in in news media. It, it it always was there was never any golden era when news media in america was pure and uh, uh wasn't a product and wasn't uh, about putting butts in the seats it's always been that always but now it's it's really just a big potato chip they're trying to get you to eat and as i said a little while ago once i s- sort of broke the habit of watching uh news the news every single stinking day and was able to sort of observe the news cycle uh almost like somebody who's seeing it for the very first time which is really what I try to do as an artist, as a writer, is I try to see things for the very first time. And I realize that what I'm looking at is if your bias is in line with the bias of the news site or the news channel you're watching, it's a big fat potato chip in that you're just getting validated. Validated. You're getting validated on your opinions and your side of things being right, and you're, you're getting validated on your contempt for the folks on the other side of things. And I used to think that Fox News was, was different, and I still believe... In their general coverage, their live coverage—they are—but no, especially since they've kind of moved in some of the young, the younger folks to take over for the old guard, they really aren't. It's really just, <laughs> look how right we are, look how wrong they are, and it doesn't matter that I agree with most of the, the opinions presented on Fox News because I, I do, certainly I do. But it's just sort of this weird back and forth that has no real protein towards it, to it, has no real content to it. You know, most of it is pure opinion, opinion opinion-based content. And once you click into that, it's kind of like seeing the Matrix for the first time. Yeah? And, And you realize, wow, man, I'm just a product, man. My attention span is a product, and that kind of turned it all around for me. Let's take a little break. This is Jamie Markley, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back. News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Sean, hang out with you. Not quite up to speed just yet, but uh, hope to be uh, next few days or weeks or what have you. Just enjoying being back on the air and talking to you folks. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's President's Day, so we're talking about presidents and presidential stuff. Let's go to Jesse. Jesse, how you doing?
5: Yeah.
2: Well, I believe he's a traitor. What's that? Well, I believe he's a traitor oh, because he won't secure the, the he won't secure the border. I, said, I agree. <laughs> Let's call it a
1: traitor. I I agree absolutely. I, you know, anybody don't agree with me, call in and tell me why not? Why should not yeah.
5: be on the damn border?
1: I know. Damn. I agree. Hey, I appreciate the call, man. No, I agree. Like, people died as a result of the, of the border crisis, whether they got the COVID or they were caught up in human trafficking or in this cartel business or what have you. You know, but are you, is he going to be brought up on treason? Treason? No. Uh, let's go to Bob uh, on Newstalk 550 KTSA. Bob, how you doing? Welcome back, brother. Thanks, man. Good to be back.
0: Yeah, hey, uh, be back. believe it or not, I think uh, my president's in my lifetime right now. I believe it or not was uh, Nixon because he really did help the military with a good pay raise when I got first got in. And right. then uh, Ronald Reagan and, of course, uh, Mr. Trump. I'll tell you what. It's just uh, – and, of course uh, – uh, the, the current one we have makes uh, Jimmy Carter
1: look good. Oh, my God, and that's a hard thing to do. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I pretty much would agree with you there that's in that sense. And Nixon got a lot of, obviously because of Watergate, uh, Nixon kind of went up in flames there. But prior to that, Nixon was a very popular president and actually had done a lot uh, in, in the Vietnam era to end that war, and we stuck with his plan. Of bombing the crap out of the Ho Chi Minh Trail and and denying uh, the communists in North Vietnam their supply routes down through China or from China, he was the one who was actually bombing the crap out of that stuff. And uh, he didn't
0: like he didn't like the press, and the press didn't like him either.
1: No, they certainly did not. <laughs> That's a true damn thing. Hey, man, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Um, I, forget, I think it was Riccardi who was talking about this. Oh, thanks to Jack Riccardi for filling in so much and, and, and handling the show while I was in the hospital because that was a lot of extra work for him, and I really appreciate it. And so I'm not sure if it, I guess I wasn't in the car because I haven't been in the car, but um, I'm not sure who it was. It was Riccardi or somebody else who was saying that what do, what do you want in a president? What is a president? Yeah, is a president a leader is a president a figurehead uh you know i and that's again where i you know is is a, a president uh, a cheerleader you know what is a president what are they what are they doing there <laughs> cuz they don't they don't make law they encourage law but they don't make law and you know again i have to get deferred to donald trump and then i think a president is a leader and a leader sometimes needs to be decisive. Uh, you need to be able to rally the troops. By that I mean rally the whole country. You need to be a servant of the people. Uh, but to a certain extent, uh, a good leader, and the, the most successful leaders down through history were decisive. And that they didn't hem and haw over important decisions. They They did what was best for their country and for their community. Is talking about leaders as far as whatever level you're talking about. And certainly that was Donald Trump. Uh, you know, And that's why a lot of guys like Putin uh, didn't want to mess with him. Because uh, whether they would want to ex- admit it or not, guys like Putin, you know what? They want to continue to exist. And when you're dealing with a guy who uh, will grease you in a heartbeat with a single push of a button, You'll think twice about whatever it is that you got in mind, which, unfortunately, we don't have with uh, with Joe Biden. Who's going to have – oh, by the way, this was announced. They're, they're, on principle, they're going to have a meeting. On principle, Vlad Putin and Joe Biden are going to have a meeting. Now, if you know what the hell that means, on principle – I'd love to hear it. Two one zero Let's go ahead and take a little break. Uh, another half hour to go. Again, I'm not quite up to speed, so I appreciate your calls. And uh, whatever you're, you, you feel like talking about, uh, it's okay with me, whether it's Ukraine, whether it's estimating or making estimations of Joe Biden on President's Day, or, hell, what you had for lunch. It's all good, man. 210 599 5555. It's Sean on Newstock 550 KTSA. Newstalk 550 KTSA, 107. I'm Sean. This is the Sean Show. Good to be back. Although I'm a little slower, uh, I'll be picking up my pace here as the days and weeks go on. Just still feeling a little crummy. Good to be back and the phone lines. are open. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. I'm going to get into something. I got I, I, this as an observation and see what you think. And, again, and, and if you want to talk about Ukraine or Russia or any of that stuff, go ahead and give us a call. 210-599-5555. And it's another, this is another offshoot. In a sense of the woke culture. Because again, I have watched a lot of, a buttload of TV over the past few weeks sitting at the hospital. Because there just ain't a whole hell of a lot else to do when you're sitting in the hospital. And I started to pick up on this a little bit before I went into the hospital, but watching so much TV, just hours and hours of television. Have you noticed how many gay people are in commercials right now? Now, I'm saying that, and I ain't got nothing against gay people. I love gay people. Gay people are fascinating. But haven't you noticed, and, like, there's almost like a like a template that's out there now, that if you make a commercial about anything and there's a couple in the commercial or there are several couples in the commercial, you cannot have – and I'm not saying this because of are supremacy. I'm saying this from an observational point because it's so contrived. You cannot have two white people in a relationship. Yeah? You The, the new wokeness is if you make a commercial about a couple, they both can't be white. One's got to be black. One's got to be Asian. One's got to be something other than white. And have you noticed how many lesbians you're seeing in commercials these days? Again, I got nothing against lesbians. I love lesbians. The only time I don't like lesbians is, is when they want to beat me up, which has a, a happened on occasion in my younger years. I love lesbians. I do. They're great people. But have you noticed, like, more and more and more now, you're seeing configurations, in a sense, in in commercial Television, uh, that it's just it's so contrite. It's all about checking off the boxes. You know what I mean? It's all about checking off the boxes. I'm just saying. You, it's not really about being diverse. Or or showing how, you know how cool we are here at our company that sells whatever the hell this crap is, uh, because we're open to diversity. And we accept uh, other folks who may not live uh, a, a a a quote unquote uh, standard lifestyle. It ain't got nothing to do with that. It's got everything to do with don't sue us. Don't sue us. Look how woke we are. Look how many boxes we check off. And, and by that, and again, I'm going to mention black lesbians. There we go. You want to talk about black lesbians for a second? Let's talk about black lesbians for a second, okay? Don't you see a lot of black lesbians today in, TV, in commercial TV? Why? Is it because, you know, uh, you know, it, it's a, there's a huge percentage of the overall population that are black lesbians? Or are you seeing more and more black lesbians in TV commercials because you, you get to check off two boxes? She's black, and she's a lesbian. We're not going to get sued for nothing, man. Now, if you're upset by what I'm saying, maybe you're not paying attention. And, again, it has nothing to do with me not liking gay people or me not liking black people. That's a lot of crap. It has everything to do with this forced, contrived notion of woke diversity.
2: Where if in
1: every stinking commercial you don't show a certain ethnic makeup and you don't show a certain couple combination, then you're evil and you're a white supremacist and you probably voted for freaking Donald Trump. And to me, I'm not gay, but if I was, I'd be kind of offended by that. I'd be kind of insulted by that. That your notion of inclusiveness or inclusivity or whatever is, is merely put into black chicks kissing on each other in your in your in your in your commercial and because that's enough right just make sure you got all the boxes checked and it's cheap it's weird when you see it from corporate America it really is about not getting sued it's about selling whatever crap they sell and there is there's just sort of a hypocritical contrivance to it I wonder if Don Morgan's laughing. Is Don Morgan laughing because I said black lesbians? I'm just curious, because I can't remember the last time I went on the air and actually said black lesbians.
2: No, I don't know if I was laughing, but it got my attention.
1: It got your attention.
2: <laughs> it's like, what is he Aren't talking? you seeing
1: I... a lot of black lesbians in TV these days? Well, no, Aren't I don't really sick? watch that much TV. Well, you don't watch enough. Yeah.
2: I find well, I you're... I find I spend a lot of time talking about them with you.
1: <laughs> well, I got nothing against <laughs> black lesbians. Get out of Far my vagina. Oh my God, <laughs> that was
2: perfect. Oh
1: man, I'm just saying, I'm seeing more and more black lesbians in commercial TV now than I ever have before. And to me, it's 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 woke. It's it's forced, contrived wokefulness. They they don't want to get sued. You put a couple of black lesbians in your commercial, and you check off a couple of boxes right there. Mm-hmm. If one of them can be trans, then you got three boxes checked off.
2: Right. But what, you know, what have we, put a mustache on one of them. But what have we talked about before, though, with all of us? It's just money. They don't care. It's it's all about selling crap. They don't really care. It's just they they want to sell whatever they have. They don't care.
1: They don't care about black lesbians, Don. Not at all. Not at all. They care about selling crap. I'm glad I got that off my chest. Well, I wanted to talk about this for a while since I was, since I was in the hospital room. <laughs> so what am I going to talk about my first day back? Black lesbians. Yeah. Black lesbians in furniture commercials. That's what I want to talk about. Now, there I've done it. And aren't we all the better off for it? Uh two one zero five nine nine fifty
2: five. You should take these extended breaks more often, apparently. Uh, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps I will whether I want to or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sean, we think you should maybe take a few more weeks off, yeah. if that's okay. 210-599-55. Uh, two, two, nine, nine, oh, let's, let's go to Kenny. Kenny's on line one. Kenny, how you doing, man?
5: Hey, hey Sean. Welcome back. Good health to you. Thank you. So uh, one commercial that gets me, and I, I've been mentioning it to my wife, too, because I've been seeing it a lot lately. Uh, they, they, they have to be a mixed couple. But the one that gets me is uh, they're sitting at the dinner table. There's an older black man. He's probably in his sixties. There's an older white man, probably same age. Then they have a black daughter, which is probably thirteen, and a white son, is probably like twelve. Right. And I'm like, how does that? How does that even work?
1: Well, but but see, that's the thing. <laughs> that. Work? There's something inherently racist about that. Because see, now you're you're putting people in commercials. Because they're black, or because they're white, or because they're this, or because they're that. Right, right. Because and you know you're, all the you're, sitcoms, you're trying to reflect I mean, like the, some. The...
2: What's that?
5: Yeah, yeah, exact, exact. I said, they're, they're, and the, all of the, uh, all of the sitcoms. I mean, the just worthless, silly, dumb sitcoms that uh, you know just don't make any sense whatsoever. And, you know, they, they made the Wonder Years again, but, you know, it has to be all black people. You know, I've got nothing against black people, but. Right, again, it's. Why remake the Wonder Years?
1: Well, like, we watched. We watched. Uh, something new? We, we watched the new Ghostbusters movie yesterday, uh, Afterlife, okay? And yeah, it was I kind of the same thing, where movie. it's like they've checked off every single box. They got every ethnicity uh, on planet Earth in the main cast of this movie uh and again it, it's it's you're really not doing anything to bring people together in that sort of marketing what you're doing is you're trying to say something about your company in other in words instead knowledge. of finding instead of finding the person who fits the role best and and who right. uh you know is is best to be cast for that role you're casting somebody because of their ethnicity or because of their skin color it, right and, and it's exactly. it's so obvious at this point yeah, so.
5: exactly. And, right, it's, and yeah. it's like they got rid of all the funny writers, all the funny yeah, writers, no, just because you know they were Jewish. So they have to stack all the writers <laughs> with the fifty-fifty indigenous. Yeah, you people are. Well, no, you need. Well, you just,
1: it's it's it, nobody's funny anymore because nobody wants to be offensive, and everybody wants to make their woke point over being funny. I got to run, right. man. I appreciate if, the call.
5: Offensiveness is funny. All right, you have a going
1: and... All right, man. Thank you. Uh, I'll take a little break. We'll be right back. Two one zero five nine nine. Fifty
2: five fifty five. San Antonio's news, traffic, and weather station, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
1: And we're back, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Hi, I'm Sean. Uh, good to be back on the radio, even though I don't sound quite, I'm not, I'm not quite as chipper as I normally would be, but that'll take some time final few moments of the show so whatever's on your brain
0: yeah because you're really usually really chipper. I'm,
1: I'm so chipper and positive and upbeat when we're normally doing this show and i'm just you know I, I yeah you're right so it's gonna take me a little while to get back up to my normal level of glittering positivity that's right i just said glittering positivity and the phone lines are open two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine whatever you want to talk about it's all good. So another movie review. We actually because uh, yesterday we just kind of yesterday here at uh, at the house we were, it was the first day we've had in a while where we could just kind of hang out and not do anything. And so we watched a few movies. Uh I fell asleep during uh, Ghost but excuse me Ghostbusters Afterlife. But it was kind of a cool flick. Prior to that, though, we sat through Being the Ricardos, uh, which has Javier Bardem and, uh, what's her name, Nicole uh, Kidman, as uh, Lucy and, and Ricky. And I like Ricardo. it. Did you like that? Yeah. Don Morgan, did you see that one yet?
2: I uh, No, I haven't seen that one.
1: I you know it was one of those movies where I really really wanted to like it and I just couldn't and I don't know why that was.
0: Well I think maybe I, it was because I heard a whole bunch of people didn't like it before I saw it but then I right. actually liked you know his impersonation and her impersonation of the characters.
1: Well they did nail him. I mean they I mean she had Lucille Ball down pat. And he certainly had Ricky Ricardo. down He's, He doesn't physically look a lot like it. No,
2: not at all. Not at all. No, but they're both great actors they are i mean they can pull off anything
1: well i I think what i didn't like about it my wife kind of had the same is that they in trying to portray them as they really were or perhaps you know how people viewed them or what have you they were extremely dislikable she came off as extremely dislikable in that movie and in fact most of the entire cast came off as extremely dislikable people
2: maybe they were Uh,
1: Maybe they were, but like by the time it was over I was like, Jesus Thank you God, can I get a break from these people? Can I get a break from these unhappy people? Right. You know, I mean the only one the one that I liked is J. K. Simons or Simmons, who uh played William Frawley. Uh there's a guy who is a fascinating actor who is a grand an Oscar winner. Who still does the uh, the insurance company commercials. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: The little mailbox that guy, money.
1: That's right. But that guy is a um, an amazing actor. And I thought his, well, his it, take on my and, and that was another was
5: that? one. You know,
0: He doesn't physically look like him, but I believe that's probably how he was off screen. Oh, absolutely. Because he seemed to nail him as well.
1: He did. And and the William Farley character was very honest. And I like the to ask him, but, you know, it's 10 a.m. Are you drunk? And he's like, well, of course I am. <laughs> <laughs> It's 10-15 somewhere. You know? yeah. So, I, I, you know, I wanted to like it. Chris liked it. Chris, you give it a thumbs up? Yes. Yeah. I gave it a thumbs mildly down just because they were such unhappy people, and it made me sad. I didn't want to watch a sad movie. But you know what? I was also sick and tired of watching edited-for-time-and-content Avengers movie, which is normally what you find on Sundays. One right after the other. All right. Okay. I'm going to go take a nap now. We got through the first day back. (laughs) Uh, Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm going to take a little nappy-wappy. And again, uh, just to reiterate my thanks to Jack Riccardi, Trey, Don Morgan, Chris Glasgow, Elaine Rodriguez, Greg Martin, everybody here at Alpha Media, for uh, J.D., for making sure that I didn't have to worry about My gig or nothing like that while we went through the past couple of months ain't out of the woods yet still got some stuff i gotta deal with but you guys just made all the difference and also all the folks out there who listen to this show every day and uh who let me know what it means to you and were able to wanted to just pass on your prayers for me uh really was i mean surprised by the the amount of people who came who sent us messages and especially he reached out to my wife and my wife was uh kind of handling all that stuff. And also th- th- thanks to my wife, who's right there, and my uh, my daughter Alicia is right over there, and my son Stephen, and everything they did making sure I had what I had and needed what I or got what I needed. Just blessed with a great family. I love you all. All right, spread the love, don't be a jerk. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>